Almighty. So I will be reading today from verses, excuse me, from our U version word of the day. And it it came from, or it comes from 1 John chapter 4, verse 7. And it reads, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord family, Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church. We want to welcome you again to our worship. And on behalf of Senior Pastor Benjamin Nelson and the Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church, we welcome you today. So perhaps you're joining us by way of Zoom, the conference line, Facebook, or even YouTube. We welcome you to our worship. Before I begin with the announcements, I would like to send a, a warm welcome uh, from our senior pastor, Benjamin Nelson. Keep him in prayer as he is at Bath, B-A-T-H, Foursquare Church in Maine, and he will be delivering the word of God on today. So let us keep him in prayer as well as he is uh, again before the people of God sharing the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church is a church where we serve Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So perhaps you are seeking a church home where you will be given an opportunity to utilize your God-given gifts, talents, and abilities all to the glory of God. We have various ministries that you can actually put your hands to work. We have our prayer ministry, health and wellness, veterans, grief and loss, our youth, homeless, and benevolence. And I'd like to just mention at this point, uh, for those who are looking for some assistance, assistance with the loss of loved ones, I'd like to announce that on January the 21st, we will be hosting our Grief Share 13 session uh, segment for, again, those who've lost loved ones. We recommend highly that you would visit griefshare.org, register, and as far as your workbook, those are being covered, uh, and there's no cost mm-hmm. for the workbooks. So again, please visit griefshare.org. If you know of someone, please share that God has sent help, and he does, again, give us our escape, a route of escape through the word of God, and yet still through loss and suffering and sadness as we, again, remember our loved ones. Please join us Monday through Friday for 30 minutes of powerful packed prayer. This is an opportunity to bombard the heavens and hear as we lay our burdens at the feet of Jesus, how he will again move on our behalf. So that again, that's Monday through Friday from 11.30 a.m. to 12 noon. And then on Wednesday, we have our bright and early 6 a.m. It's a perfect time to again, come and join us as we feast on the word of God. We are currently studying in the book of Philippians. And that, again, is Wednesday morning from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And Friday night, we are embarking upon an awesome book study, so relevant for the times that we're living in. Yes, we're in a spiritual battle, but God always comes through with the resources and the things that we need to stay ahead of the things that the enemy would try to come against us in. So we are in a book study titled Overcoming Familiar Spirits. And again, you don't want to miss it. Again, we're going to hear, you know, live and we can have dialogue and discussion 
on some of the things we may be facing in the spirit realm. But God, again, has provided us with an awesome book study. So please feel free to join us by way of our Zoom. And then on Saturday evening from 6 to 7 p.m., we have an opportunity yet to come together in prayer. And this is our sweet hour of prayer. We know that prayer and fasting breaks yokes and again brings upon deliverance. Again, our sweet hour of prayer, Saturday evening, 6 to 7 p.m. Fasting and praying. Our fast days are dedicated corporately to our Tuesdays and Fridays. Again, we ask that you would be led by the Holy Spirit on those details of fasting that are suitable for you. Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church have a dynamic missions ministry. And what we are doing is we have, again, come into partnership with our dear brothers and sisters in Sierra Leone, Nigeria, Bahamas, India, Haiti, Kenya, Pakistan, Cuba, Mexico, and Suriname, and domestically Alaska. Mm -hmm. So perhaps you were called to the mission field. If that's the case and the Lord has called you to this work, contact Pastor Benjamin Nelson directly, and he'll provide you more details in serving in that capacity. We want to thank you for your continued giving of your time, gifts, talents, and abilities. For those who are wishing to sow seed into our ministry, you can do so by our cash app tag, which is dollar sign 1906 Azusa. Again, our cash app tag, dollar sign 1906 Azusa. Please be sure to designate where you wish to have your funds allocated. Perhaps it's ties, general offering, missions, health and wellness, grief and loss, building fund, and next gen. We also are very, very pleased and we want you to mark your calendars because we have an event coming up that is going to be historical and memorable. It is our Connection 2023, where we will celebrate 100 years of ministry with Foursquare International Church. Mark your calendars for May the 29th through June the 1st. This will take place in Anaheim, California. It's going to be a gigantic in-person centennial celebration of 100 years for a global Foursquare community. You'll find an opportunity to meet brothers and sisters, not just from here in the U.S., but from around the globe. We'll have an opportunity to fellowship and attend workshops and, again, just enjoy the goodness of God as we look forward to the next 100 years, to his faithfulness, and again, to the many miracles that we all have seen God perform in this time. So we want to again ask you to mark your calendars for May the 29th through June the 1st. And at this time, I believe that concludes our announcements. Uh, we ask that you would govern yourselves accordingly. And again, we say welcome to our worship. God bless you. Amen, amen. Thank you so very much. Pastor Jackson, for those timely announcements. And boy, are we busy. That is a lot. So I pray that everyone in the congregation and those that may listen later, that you take a pencil and piece of paper, but better yet, your calendar and start putting it in your calendar. Now, if you would prepare for our statement of faith, so for those of you that are muted, you don't have to come on camera if you don't wish to. But if you're muted, I'll ask that you please unmute 
so that we can prepare to share this spoken word together as our statement of faith. I will read the first line. I will ask the congregation to read the second line together. And then when we get to the last line, we will all share and read together. Amen. So may we begin. We believe the Bible is God-inspired, 2 Timothy 3, 16, and 17. Congregation. We believe God is triune, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. We believe that man was created in the image of God, but that by voluntary disobedience, he fell from perfection. Romans 5, verse 12. Okay. We believe believe that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us, signing the pardon of all who believe on him. John 3, 16, Romans 5, 8. We believe that we have no righteousness and must come to God, pleading the righteousness of Christ. Ephesians 2, verse 8. We believe that upon sincere repentance and a wholehearted acceptance of Christ, we are justified before God. 1 John 9. We believe that the change which takes place in the heart and life at conversion is a very real one. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, and Galatians 2, verse 20. We believe that it is the will of God that we be sanctified daily, growing constantly in the faith. Hebrews 6, 1. We believe that baptism by immersion is an outward sign of an inward work. Matthews 28, verse 19. We believe in the commemoration of the Lord's Supper by the symbolic use of the bread and juice of the vine. 1 Corinthians 11, 24, and 25. We believe that the baptism with the Holy Spirit is to endure the believing with power and that his incoming is after the same manner as in Bible days, Acts 2, 4. Now please join me. We believe believe that it is is the will of God that that we walk walk in the Spirit daily. daily. Ephesians Ephesians 4, 30 and 32. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Thank you all. Now, if we can get ready for a little praise and worship. Amen. 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 So if you want to leave your mics open, that is just fine. Because we're going to praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for our soon coming King to rejoin us. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
that gratitude and anxiety cannot exist in the brain at the same time. So right now, we're in a season of joy and a season of celebration, but I also know that so many are walking through hardships and they feel like they just can't get over. I'm telling you right now, when you don't know what to do, begin to worship. Do not let your worry be louder than your worship. When you don't know what to do,
Amen. 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 You, Lord, yes, you deserve all, all, all yes, the glory. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, I pray that that has put us in the right, right space yes. as we prepare to yes. receive the word of the Lord from our woman of God on this day. Ladies and gentlemen, please prepare your hearts and minds to receive as Pastor Christine Jackson delivers the word that has been downloaded onto her. Amen. 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 God bless you and praise the Lord everyone who are joining us on today. What a powerful worship. God deserves the glory. And you know, Pastor Tiffany, as you said earlier, the scripture always coincides with the word that comes forth. Amen. But this time, the song actually met it right there. God deserves the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I count it a privilege and an honor uh, to have this opportunity to share the word of God as the Lord had given me um, this, I guess it was like maybe two days ago. Sometimes it's early, sometimes it's kind of close, but we know that God is faithful with his word and it's timely. So we just want to, again, praise God for, again, being who he is to us all. So at this time, I'd like to just go into a brief word of prayer before I share and break bread with you through the word of God. Mm -hmm. Let us look to the Lord. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just bless you on this glorious Sunday. We thank you for the sunshine, and we even thank you, Lord God, for the for the cold, God. You are in all of it. So, Lord God, as we again rest within, Lord God, the worship that has come forth, Lord God, that has soothed our very souls. Now, Father God, I ask that you would again use these lips of clay to deliver only what you have given to your people on this day. Let the word of God, oh God, rest upon our hearts. Let it not lay dormant, but God, let us put it again in action. Even after we have heard with us, saith the Lord, we just thank you and bless you for yet another opportunity to be in your presence in fellowship. We thank you, O oh God, for the many doors that you've opened. We thank you for your protection that you have covered us throughout this week. And now you give us an opportunity to be at your feet and to sup on your word. So we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Praise the Lord, saints of God. The message on today is something that we really ponder. I am sure from time to time we ponder and we look back on our lives and say, you know, we first look at what God has done and how he's brought us to this very, very moment. But on today, I would like to just share with you what the Lord says is the strong life. Now we have our own ideologies and we have our own thoughts and, you know, a strong life, but we're going to dive into the word of God and we're going to hear what the scripture has to say about a strong life. And I don't mean a strong life in the natural, but a strong life in Christ. So as we know, no one can really determine if someone is strong by simply observing what you see on the outside. You might see a person that is tall in stature with muscles and a person that seems very, very confident. But, you know, we can do nothing without Christ. It may be that the physical body is not tied to what's really going on in the inner man. 
So we're going to turn in our Bibles, if we can, to Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29. And that's Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29. And here is where Jesus told the story to demonstrate what was the difference between a strong life and a weak life. Jesus said that those who are wise, what they do is they build their lives upon a rock-like foundation. And we know when we hear foundation, we think immovable, we think strong, we think solid, we think sure. So a rock-like foundation is hearing, and not just hearing, but applying the word of God. Perhaps a person who hears the word, and let's say they don't obey the word, it's basically building our lives on sand. And we know that sand does not hold any type of foundation. It shifts and it is immovable. The true test of our strength in Christ comes and we see it, we feel it, others witness it, is when we go through storms. That's when we see our strength. And we know that in this present life, we're going to have storms, we're going to have trials and tests. But the good thing is, we are not in it alone. We can, again, have that strong life. Everyone is building their life on something. Some build it in riches. Some build it in, in physical looks. Some build it in things that are just tangible, but that won't last. But no matter what we've done in the past, or even how old we might be, it's never too late to begin building on the rock. And that solid rock is Jesus. This is that one building project. The one project that won't end until Jesus takes us home. This is that building project. And we know that when it comes to building uh, uh, structures or buildings, it takes a team, number one, to put mm -hmm. that project on paper or envision a project. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it takes the laborers, the workers that will construct it and will secure that it will not shift or will not come down. Mm -hmm. So let us read Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 and 29. Through 29. And the word reads as follows. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as teachers of the law. Amen? Mm -hmm. So here, again, we see where Jesus was comparing at the end of the Sermon of the Mount, having several points in common. Yes, you built both of them. They heard Jesus, they heard his teachings, and they heard about the experience with the same set of circumstances in life. The only difference is... It caused by ignorance and by ignoring who Jesus really was. On the outside, it looked like their lives might look the same. It looked like they may last forever. Just like structural damages when buildings, the differences, of course, will be determined when the storm comes. We've often heard the term, how will you handle your storm? I prefer to handle my storm with Jesus in the boat. Amen? I prefer to handle my storm with Jesus in the boat. 
So when we look back on our lives and we see when we first came to know Jesus and surrendered our lives and laid our lives down for Jesus to take over, eventually we saw that, yes, there's storms. It's inevitable. Yes, there's persecution in this life when walking and following Jesus as a disciple. So let us reflect on our lives, what direction Jesus gives us at that time of storm and troubles. It's sort of like a deck of cards, if you if you want to visualize it. It's a fool's life that crumbles. And most people, of course, do not seek to build a false foundation that won't last. Instead, they just don't think about it. They think about this life and the things and cares of this life. We see today and we hear today that many people are headed for destruction and it's out of not again accepting Jesus. They find that their own personal responsibility to become believers of Christ Jesus is not important. It's not a priority. But we as believers, our responsibility is to help others and stop and think about where their lives are headed and to point out perhaps some of the things that may be up ahead if they do not seek the Lord while he may be found. We know back in Bible days, there were teachers of the law and they, of course, they knew the law to the latter, but their hearts were far from God. They held on to traditions and they took their authorities to support all of these arguments and all interpretations that they felt were solid and not as solid as the word of God. But it was our King Jesus who gave that new authority and it was his own authority. Hallelujah. He didn't need to quote anything. He didn't need to wear any banners. He didn't need to scream from the mountaintops. He was the word of God. A walking epistle of Jesus Christ. And that is who we should be on this day. That's the characteristic of a strong life. Now let us turn, if we can, in our Bibles to Joshua 1 and 9. Let's take a look at Joshua 1 and 9. And we know that Joshua, of course, was giving a huge assignment. We know that Joshua's resume consisted of leading more than 2 million people into a strange land that they'd never seen before. And not just leading them into the land, but conquering the land. So every assignment that the Lord gives us, it's a new job. And yes, it can be challenging. But truly know that without God, it will be frightening. With God in it, it can be a great adventure. It can be something we have come upon and never seen before. And it can bring again an opportunity to witness and share the good news of Jesus Christ, yet another opportunity. So just as God was with Joshua, we can surely rest assured as Joshua faced those challenges, God was with him. Now, we weren't given nations to conquer, okay? But every day, we all face some tough situations, whether it's on the job, whether it's difficult people, sometimes even in your family, whether it's temptations, however, God promised never to leave nor forsake us. But we have to ask God, Lord God, please direct me in order that we 
you and I, can conquer many of life's challenges. Many people think that having money, cars, and homes, and prosperity come from having power. We can do nothing without Christ Jesus. But the strategy for gaining prosperity that God taught, if we look at Joshua, goes against that. He said that to succeed, he had given Joshua these instructions. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous because the task ahead of you would not be easy. And we know that the assignments that the Lord has given to us sometimes will not be easy. We will be uh, in comfortable situations. We'll be with com uh, people of discomfort. We'll be in situations to where we wonder and say, how can I do this? But we know we have the power of the Holy Spirit that will lead and guide us to complete the task and make the job seamless. As we know, obeying God's law and constantly reading the book of the law, which is God's word. This is where we build up our, our, our strength and our energy and our confidence. To be successful, we just like Joshua must follow God's word. The success does not come by way of the world standards because if we follow the world standards, we know that sin will enter in, mm -hmm. but we lead and guide ourselves only truly by the word of God. So let's look at the scripture, Joshua 1 and 9, mm -hmm. and it's an emphasis. Joshua saying, have I not commanded you? This is the Lord speaking to Joshua. Mm -hmm. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Is that good news or what? We have Jesus Christ with us. Deep down on the inside, I believe the songwriter just said, it's that lion roaring on the inside that we must not be bashful and shameful, but we should allow that to come out so that others again may see the power, the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Be strong, be not dismayed, nor be discouraged. There are some characteristics that we can ask ourselves that are true of us, perhaps. A person with a strong life, number one, has trusted Jesus solely as his personal savior. This is where it all starts. And it's the very foundation to a strong life. It cannot be ignored if you wish to grow in your faith. We must trust Jesus. It's guided by the Holy Spirit at the moment salvation christ sent his holy spirit which lives within us his job was to utilize the holy spirit which would give us power and give us authority to obey it would direct our paths and wisely guide us as we make decisions from day to day a strong life has made spending time alone in prayer a priority at some point that is something we must do on a daily and, you know, when we think about spending time alone with Jesus, that means without the cell phone. That means without thoughts of what am I going to cook for dinner? What's my workday going to be like Come tomorrow? On, <laughs> Solely tuning out and being alone in prayer with Jesus. This is our way of connecting mm -hmm. with God. And it means it's going to strengthen our relationship in him. This strong person is committed 
to a daily discipline, meaning, okay, not just on Tuesdays and Fridays, but it's a daily practice. It's a daily practice, meaning we do it every day, every day, spending time with Jesus. This is our way of having, again, the ammunition as we are bombarded with the cares of this life, and we will know how to communicate with those who are not so communicable. Having a strong life is built upon teaching and not just hearing God's word, but applying it. Of course, our treasure, if we went through our homes on today and we start placing value on items in our homes, you know, the most valuable item in our home is our Bibles, the word of God. You can't put a price on it. It's the most valuable item in your household. By obeying the truth of God's words, it should not be just the norm, but this should be a top priority. When we consistently eat and feed the word of God, we will be given scriptures that will strengthen us so that when the trials and the tests come, we have something to pull up to combat that which is coming to destroy and to discourage us. Having a strong life sees Jesus as Lord. When the Apostle Paul was jailed for quite a long time, he said this. He said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let us turn to Philippians 4.13. And we've often heard this passage of scripture. We, we, we quote it, we stand on it, but it is true. Philippians 4 and 13. Now we know that Paul was a man who was content and his contention is where he focused on what he was supposed to do. He didn't get sidetracked. He didn't get again, turned around. Paul again had a vision. Paul again was drawn by the spirit of the Lord and he did what he should have done as a disciple of Christ Jesus. Let's put it this way. Paul had his priority straight. He was so grateful for everything that God had done for him. He even detached himself from things that were non-essential just so he could focus and concentrate on Christ Jesus. So many times the desire for more possessions is really a longing to feel something that's empty on the inside. You know, we've often heard about that shopper syndrome. When you're feeling down and low, most people say, oh, well, let me go buy this. This will make me feel better. There's a void that only Jesus can fill. And once he's filled it, contentment is there. To what we are drawn to, of course, we can find true contentment. Our answer is only in the perspective of how we are centering Jesus as our priority and the power source of living in this life. 413, let us ask ourselves the question, can we really do everything? The power comes from Jesus, who is sufficient to do his will as we face challenges that arise from our commitment. He does not grant us supernatural ability to accomplish anything we can imagine without his regard. Jesus, our lives are in your hands. So as he again gives us all that we need to contend with the faith that we will face on a daily basis, and when I speak of faith, I speak of troubles, pressures, and trials as they come. 
This is where we ask Christ to come in and to strengthen us. There are so many people, and we, we more than likely know some of them, and we hear of some people who have decided to take suicide as their way out. But Jesus could have filled that gap and that longing and that desire, whether it was loneliness, whether it was heartache, whether it was sickness. Jesus, again, is our everything. And if we, again, make Jesus the priority, we will have a fulfilled life. Characteristics of a strong life. Jesus, again, as the life and strong life that we, again, should aspire to live. He has direction for our live, our lives. And if we can withstand the, the storms, not just withstand them, but we learn from the storms. Does it feel good? Not at all. But if we see how we come out on the other side, because remember, we're not coming out by ourselves. Jesus, again, is carrying us through the storms. This person with a strong life has strong faith. Yes, our lives are tested, and great faith means great trials. Many men and women recognize lessons that come from these heartaches and troubles. However, this individual with a strong life, has courage, they're optimistic, and they develop relationships with people of like mind who are rich in Christ Jesus. To be friends with this world is to be friends again with the enemy. Mm -hmm. A strong life expresses love for one another. It exercises forgiveness and shows care, even through pain and suffering. A strong life also serves God with spiritual gifts. The spiritual gifts are those that we, again, were given by God, and now we're returning those gifts by, again, exercising those gifts in the world as we come across people who are seeking answers to a place to where they have peace and rest in this life journey. This person also has inner peace. A strong life comes with inner peace. Whenever our relationship with the Lord is right, He'll give us peace, regardless of what's going on. Peace in the midst of the storm. This person who has a strong life also uses money very wisely. Number one, they sow into the kingdom of God with their tithes and their offering. God continues to bless. He continues to provide, and he continues to ensure that his children are well taken care of. We find that in Luke 6 and 38, if we can turn to our Bible, to Luke 6 and 38. Luke 6 and 38 reads as follows. Give, and it will be given to you, a good measure, crushed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use it, it will be measured unto you. We've often heard, you can't beat God-given. And we all have experienced giving again to the glory of God. Our tithes and our offerings, our gifts, talents, and abilities. Our cups, therefore, run over. 
a strong life belongs to a Bible teaching, Bible preaching church. We can never outgrow the need for wanting to be taught the scriptures. We all need to be in fellowship. We all need to be in unison, studying the God, God's word, participating in worship, whether it's on Zoom or face-to-face, and becoming more fruitful, not for ourselves, but for the kingdom of God. This strong life works to build a strong family. And if we have a strong life, we know that we are godly examples for our children, for our communities, for our families, and for the world wide. The strong life has a spirit of servancy. With that inner strength, it's a delight to serve people. It's a delight to feed the homeless. It's a delight to call someone, encourage them. It's a delight to just move about the earth as Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Praying for those who are sick, praying for those who are, are saddened, especially now during the holidays. That's servant spirit. A strong life is also goal oriented. Mm-hmm. And for this, we need to of course set goals for ourselves, but not so much for ourselves, according to God's will and we will see productivity we will see the hand of God and we will accomplish all that he has called us to do and lastly this strong life impacts the lives of others we know that strong people influence other people and their examples and words carry heavy weight let us ask ourselves on today are there any characteristics within me of a strong life that God is shaping today? Am I open and willing to ask the Lord, sharpen me, Lord God, to be used for your glory and for your honor? Because yes, you are worthy of it all. I lay down my life, Lord God, and I allow you to take full control. Holy Spirit, take over and allow me to walk again according to your will and to your word. A strong life. In closing, I ask that we pray one for another, especially for the body of Christ, because many are falling away. Many have given up. Many have turned from the faith, but we are determined we will stand flat-footed and in position because there are many seeking a Savior. There are many who are lost and many, again, who are hopeless. Let us live a strong life to the glory of God. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Christine, for Pastor Jackson, excuse me, for that timely word. Like you said, like you said, oh my goodness, it is just so amazing how our God how our God, he he does it. He puts everything in order. <laughs> yes, he puts everything in order. So I just praise the Lord for you being obedient. Like you said, he, he gave it to you a few days ago. And I'm sure he gave you many, many, many more in between that time topics for you to have chosen to say, which way am I going to go with this in in leading? So I just want to recap just a little bit, just a little bit to say, 
We started out with uh, Matthew 7, um, 24 through 29. And when I went to that scripture, I'm in the King James Version, but it led me to the topic on that scripture of the centurion's faith. So when you started talking about going into your message for a strong life, if we all remember the centurion, he was what? A soldier, but in a leadership position. So, you know, I quickly identified, right? <laughs> but for the strong life, building on a rock to prepare you to go through the storm. Because we all know if we don't establish our foundation, a firm foundation, then when that storm comes, right? And and, and every time I, I talk about the, the storm and the foundation for our homes or for our bodies, I think about the little nursery school book about the three little pigs, right? When you, if you don't build that firm foundation, right? He's just going, that storm is just going to blow you right on away. But back to the satyrian, he, he, uh, Jesus recognized his faith right off because he had traveled and he said to him, can you do, can you, can you save my child? And Jesus said to him, you know, you're not even of my faith. As a matter of fact, you're not supposed to believe at all. And you in this leadership position, you are going against the grain of all. So if you're not establishing, if he didn't establish that firm foundation for him to even think about putting himself in the position Yes. To go against the grain, knowing that if anybody found out, he could mm -hmm. lose everything. He yeah. could, as a matter of fact, he could even have lost his life because yeah. he went to Christ and asked Christ. And Christ said, because you are here, uh -huh. Uh -huh. your firm foundation has been established because you are here. I know that you, as a matter of fact, have more faith than many. Because many would not have done that. But you went on to say a strong life and you did the study of going into the characteristics. And you took us to Joshua then, another one that had to stand up in his faith in a time of need. Because he himself, just like his predecessor said, I wasn't chosen for this, right? But I, this is something that I have to do in order for the journey to continue, in order for the task to be completed. And a lot of times leaders do not wake up in the morning or when they're born say, I am going to be a leader for Azusa International, Foursquare Gospel Church, or any other space, right? They, it's, it's by virtue of the position or where you are in life that you know that one body, many members, but in order for us to complete that mission, yeah. each one of those members has to work together and stand up in faith yes. to complete the mission, right? Amen, yes. amen. Yes. So in military terms, we say Charlie Mike. And that's complete the mission because that is what we have to stay focused on. So then you told us that the Lord, our God will be with us. We may not be equipped 
We may not have the acronyms behind our name. We may not be the scholars. We may not even know the scripture for the time. But if we stay focused on God and allow him to lead us, he will be with us if we just trust that little mustard seed, right? Not even bigger than my nail, right? Just trust and he will be there with us to lead us through the biggest storm whenever we need him if we just trust and then taking him with us every day teaching and applying his word as he would have for us to do that's all he is just be that flowing fountain as i give it to you you give it back right give and i give it back to you what was the song and it's like press down (laughs) you know just give and i give it back to you yes so then that will allow us to have what we need for the time of need if we just allow ourselves to be that fountain just allowing him to just flow right on through us and then when we went to philippians 4 13 with paul was like paul was content and and did not allow what did we just say with the centurion with the soldier Uh and with joshua and even with the leaders to know when you are content you cannot allow yourself to be sidetracked yes you have to stay focused on his word and what was another one of her characters family you know can we really do everything no not alone not alone we can learn each time we go through a storm hallelujah so i know we don't look and say, oh, here comes another storm. I'm so grateful, right? No, we don't be grateful until after we've gone through it. And it's like, I survived, right? Or, okay, wow, I learned this from that episode. You know, now I can take it with me because it's doing what? Building me stronger. Building me stronger. And to be, oh boy, here's that test. To be friends with the world is choosing the enemy so we have to know that we are set aside and that when our relationship is right with god then we will have peace so when you start going through even havoc while you when he gave up and went to hide god even sent him food so it's like you, you you can't You can't, he's just going to keep on giving. Even to those that may not seem worthy, he's going to keep on giving because he has a time for you. Are you hearing me, family? He has a time for you. So you just hold on because you have a purpose. You just know that. So when you feel worried, you feel faint, or you feel like giving up, Remember, you are here for a purpose. Trust in God and allow him to give you what you need until he's ready for you to stand up again. And I said again, because if you choose him, you already stood once. Hallelujah. (laughs) And you chose him. So you already stood once. But just be in the waiting and preparing yourself 
for the time when he will use you to impact the lives of others. Amen, amen, amen. If you all don't mind giving the woman of our woman of God a praise and thanking her for that timely word, that timely word. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. Yes, it is. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Will there be another to just let our pastor know how that word touched their hearts today? Encouraged. If not, then before we go into our prayer request, then I will um, bid farewell to our family that is streaming with us. So for those that are streaming with us live on YouTube and Facebook, uh, we thank you so much for joining us on this day. We pray that this word has uh, magnified you just as it has us, that it was embedded deep in your heart and it has touched and quenched your Holy Spirit. May you be forever filled by his word. May you go in peace. May you go in joy. May you remember that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is a three-core strand that will never be divided. You just trust. You just trust in the Lord. Next Sunday is Christmas, uh, our Christmas weekend, Christmas Eve, right? Uh, well, yeah, it's our last Sunday before Christmas. So we look forward to you joining us as we close out Advent move into his birth, and then preparing for the new year. 2022 is over, family. Wow. But we look forward to you joining us each and every week, and we praise God for you. Amen. Amen. Recording stopped. All right, all right. So Brother Perry just left, I think, but I will um, ask if we have any prayer, praise reports and prayer requests. And Sister Kay, Deaconess Kay, how are you? How are you? Praise the Lord. I am very well, Sister Kay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, saints of the Most High God. I am so thankful to have such a beautiful family. Amen. I am so thankful for healing, healing, the deep, I mean, deep, deep soul healing. Yes. God is giving us yes. to really know each other. Amen. Not our actions, 
not things of the past, but to understand how, why certain things happen, to understand who we really are in here. Not just to know when somebody's birthday comes or, you know, mm -hmm. oh, well, it's holidays, you gotta have so-and-so over, you know, no. No, come to know who we are in here. The size of our hearts, the way we are thinking patterns, our thought patterns. Oh, thank God. Yes. Thank God. Thank God we're not on drugs. Thank you, Jesus. Thank God we're not alcoholics. Amen. Thank God we overcome depression, yes, anxiety, yes, so many illnesses, surgeries, and all kinds of things, adverse conditions, generational curses, all sorts of things, and He's still moving, still going deeper in each one of us, deeper getting that the dregs out, the sin out. Showing us how much he loves us. Yes. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. So far. Yes. But it was. He gave us the courage. Yes. Strength and courage to fight, to fight family, fight love, to stand all every adverse condition that comes in on each and every one of us. Satan don't want us close. Don't want families to be together. Want you to keep it divided. The house divided cannot stay. prayer request I did not know the family personally but um, with what happened in the Akakee mm -hmm. school uh, with the stabbing last week I ask that we keep that family mm -hmm. lifted in prayer we keep mm -hmm. our children lifted in prayer um, mm -hmm. it's just so devastating mm -hmm. to hear so many things going on within our school system here um, in this state and I pray for our new governor and his cabinet that um, they will not be taken for granted and that they will stand up in leadership and placing God first in everything that they do because whether they do good or whether they do bad, they are being watched just as we as Christians are being watched. So I just pray that they uh, keep their faith and keep their family together as this is a first for them. So I pray that we keep them in prayer. Amen. I'd like to uh, ask for prayer. I just uh, received a text uh, mm -hmm. from Brother Aquino 
uh, that has been admitted to the Walter Reed for the fifth time, mm -hmm. and he's not doing so well. And it's A-Q-U-I-N-O, mm -hmm. Brother Aquino. Okay. And Brother Carlton, who has been in the hospital, we're not sure yet on, you know, whether he's still there at Washington Hospital Center, but healing for his body. All hearts and minds. Most gracious and heavenly Father, as we come before you on the day, on this day, we want to pray that our senior pastor, pray for him, pray for his heart, his spirit. Father, just keep him, just keep him, and then give him traveling mercies as well. But just keep him as he is out and about. He's in Maine today. But as he travels and for the lives that he touches, Father, just keep him. Father, even as we go along and about our daily, our daily tasks throughout the day, Father, I pray that we not want for nothing because we have you and you will provide all our needs. So where our purses, our change purses, or our pockets may look bare, Father, I pray for increase. I pray for increase, not just because... It is the season of giving that, to which they call Christmas, which has become so commercial. But Father, I pray that you would just continue to meet all of our needs so that we can continue to care for our loved ones, but to meet our needs for our households, for us to make it day by day as we travel in and out of the workplaces, we travel in and out of the community, as we travel back and forth to visit families or friends, Father, just keep us safe. Go before us into those spaces. Father, we lift up Brother Aquino, Aquino as he has journeyed to the hospital on several times. Either they cannot find what is going on or something new has come about. But Father, we ask for healing in his mind, his body, and his spirit. Father, heal him. And allow the doctors to recognize those that you have to, uh, to have to administer to him. Allow them to recognize what it is and to speak life before him. Father, we also pray for Brother Carlton. We ask for healing for his body as well, Father. For his mind, his body, and his spirit. Father, I also ask that while they are there, that they take that mustard seed of faith that they have and share it with those that they come in contact with because there is no doubt that they trust in you as they reached out to a woman of God and asked her for prayer. So, Father, we know that they know you. So we ask for increase there, Heavenly Father, increase in Jesus' name. Father, for those that are not present with us, I pray that they are well. I pray that they are well. Each one of our loved ones that is not present on this day, I pray that they are well and I pray that they feel your presence. Father, as Pastor Christine taught, for those that love the world do not know you. So, Father, we ask that they choose you. That they choose you, Father, over whatever it is that the world may be dangling before them. 
that they choose you, that they do not go over and above or get dismayed because they cannot do certain things during this holiday season. The acronym came up to us on yesterday for training as SAD, and that is the season of of uh, when this season of just the blues comes upon us during this holiday season for those that may find themselves alone or for those that may find themselves in the position not to be able to do and give the way that they used to do. But Father, do not allow that aggressive disorder to take hold of them Allow them to seek you first in all that they do so that their hearts and minds may stay focused on you and not the commercialization of the world. All the things that we hear about going on in the world, all the tragedies, all the deceit, all the just the world is in a disarray, Father. And I pray that you keep us that you keep us and not allow, as Paul did, not allow us to be distracted as he set out his mind to remain content on you. Father, I pray the same thing for each of your Christ followers that are here with us today and those that may listen later. Father, We ask your blessings on this day for what you have done and all that you are about to do. In Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. Amen. 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 All right. You are muted. Okay. Could um, also, uh, if we could add uh, Brother Hillary and Brother um, Albert for this being the one-year anniversary for the loss of both of their wives. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is the one-year marker for them. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. First Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, yes, it is good. It is good. Bless you. And (sighs) Dr. Cheryl Wood. You guys for orchestrating this course for them. For uh, she, uh, she's I'll not... leave this one today just okay. for those two. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bless you, bless you both. Yeah. And, and Dr. You. Cheryl, she'll be on travel the 27th of Florida. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she'll be traveling. All right. Well, we yes. Bless her for traveling mercies. But bless yes. you for taking on this course today so mm-hmm. that these two men of God doing their first yeah. Christmas. I'd say my sister also with the loss yes. of her niece and um, my um, my son's family with the loss of his auntie as well for their first Christmas. Yes. Yes. So, Father, yes, yes we just ask that our Lord be with them. Amen. And the White family. Oh, oh yes, David. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. Would he not, was he offered the to join you? Today? Um, no. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And prayerfully, uh, he'll reach out because you sent the information. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. 
All right. If there be no other requests or praise reports, I will mm -hmm. go to our song that close out. Amen. 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 Have a blessed week, everyone. Oh, yes. You do the same. Thank you again. Thank you Thank again, you. as always, for that timely word. Yes.
no, wait, no, 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 no. Amen, amen, amen. Amen.